Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cerveta will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. All right, guys, welcome to another service. Right now, we're in our third section of this series called Learn To. In this section, we are focusing on learning to lead. So this section connects the third part of our four L's of Akuo, which are like the pillars of how we will be in community with Jesus and one another. Those four L's we want to do are listen to God, love people, lead by empowering, and link to our community. So far, we learned that we want to lead like Jesus, and we need to receive our inheritance from the Father before we can lead. So now that we know those two things, it's time for us to actually start leading. Now, when it comes to me, I feel like I haven't always been a traditional leader. For the most part, uh, my life has been kind of just like, no matter what I've done, I've never been the best at whatever I'm doing. I've always been like, okay at it, but never great. Uh, I actually can't tell you one thing that I'm just like super talented at and I can just pick it up and do it better than most of the people I know. The things I do have and the things I can lean on are being flexible and being hardworking. Now, for some reason, those things just make a lot of sense to me. Now, what I mean by being flexible is that I will fit in wherever I'm needed. Uh, I remember back in high school when I played football, I'd show up extra early in the morning to watch film with the coaches. Remember, work hard. And it helped me understand the game better and it helped me maximize what little abilities I actually had. Now, what happened was I knew what every single player on the field would do on just about every single play. Now, it was cool that I was able to have that knowledge until one day. You see, for some reason, a bunch of players at the fullback position were all out or sick or missing or something. So the coaches were looking around and they said, hey, Umby, get in there and, and go play fullback for, for this drill. Which doesn't sound too bad, except what a fullback does at that time for our team was run into a player on the defense as fast as they can and try and knock them out of the way. Now, at that point in my life, I weighed about 135 pounds dripping wet, not far off from what I'm at now. <laughs> and the guy I was needing to hit weighed about 225 pounds. Now, I knew this was not going to go well, but it was what was needed for me. So the play started and I ran to my left to go and throw myself at this defender. And when I got close, he lowered his head into mine and exploded through me. I must have flown like five yards through the air. And then that happened and everybody was jumping around and excited and high-fiving like while I was laying on the ground. And it wasn't the best moment for me for a handful of reasons. The first was that when the guy hit me, I heard the collision of our helmets and then I heard <laughs> because he was laughing hysterically at me as he was exploding me. The second bad reason for this terrible moment was that when I got up and looked around at everything, Everything that was white had now turned to the color green, like my cones and rods were all off. I mean, our jerseys were white and they were the same color as the grass. So that definitely was not my finest hour, but it helped me grow these abilities that I have to be flexible and work hard, even if the odds seem to be stacked against me, even if someone that weighs almost 100 pounds more than me is standing on the other side. Now, these two abilities have served me incredibly well throughout my life. It helped set me apart with my football teammates. While I was in college, I had one of my coaches that was a part of that staff tell me that he would give me a job on his coaching staff if I wanted, even though I wasn't trying to study to be a coach. I got a promotion while working at HEB because I was the only cashier that was willing to go and work shifts as the janitor 
for a few months. In my TV days, that was like literally what my job was all about, being flexible and working hard. Same thing with, with ministry. I had to learn so many things that I didn't know anything about, and I had to know it at a high level or we couldn't put services on. In a lot of ways, it's kind of what I'm doing every week here at Akuo. Be flexible and work hard. Honestly, I feel like this is how it was created, and, and I try and lean into it the best way I can. What about you? Do you have an idea of how you have been put together? Do you know how you should be leaning into your leadership style? If you don't, you should. Because we've all been put together in a very particular way. It's like Liam Neeson and Taken, right? Like we all have a very particular set of skills and abilities. Now, while we might not be able to choose what we are good at or what abilities have been given to us, we can choose to use them and use them in the best way possible. You see, recently my wife found herself on a social media group for uh, a women's ministry she got connected to a long time ago. Now, one of these ladies was, was asking for some advice. She was saying you know, she, that she'd been a believer for a while, but just recently she just wasn't really feeling God in her life. So this lady just was trying to figure out how can she better connect with God? Now, she got a bunch of responses, but they were all kind of similar. Uh, they were like, oh, you should change your worship music that you're, you're praying to and, and, and you know, maybe get a, get a new CD or, or download some new songs or maybe you should like, start journaling when you read the Bible or get these markers and, and it'll be better and make you feel more creative or try reading the Bible in, in this method and using this way. Now, all of these things are good and there's nothing wrong with, with any of the advice they gave, but I don't think that was the right answer to what this lady was asking. As believers, we should be connecting to God by reading the Bible and listening to worship music, but that's such a small way to connect. I think we need to actually do something. Our faith in our relationship with God shouldn't start and end with us. We need to get out there and use the gifts we have been given. We see the perfect example of this in the book of Romans. There it says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So we need to let our bodies be a living and holy sacrifice. We need to lay our lives down and truly worship God by sacrificing ourselves. Don't look at the world. Don't look at how people are doing things out there for your example. Start laying your life down as a sacrifice and then you will learn God's will for you. So it doesn't work the opposite way. You don't have God tell you, hey, this is the gift I've given you, go start using it. No, God says, get up and start moving. Then you will see how I made you. He says, start moving and you will see what my will is for your life. Now, this actually reminds me of one of my favorite movies, The Shawshank Redemption. In there, the main character, Andy Dufresne, is wrongly jailed and doing his best to keep moving while he is in prison, just kind of keep his mindset right. And in one scene, he says this, it comes down to a simple choice. Get busy living or get busy dying. 
which is how I feel about the life we lead every day. We need to get busy living or we are going to stay busy dying. This is how we are supposed to lead. This is the way we figure out what God has created us for. And the way we do that is laid out in the scripture we just read. These ideas helped form our big idea for today. Get busy living as a sacrifice. Get busy living as a sacrifice. This is exactly what God has called us to do. Right now, more than ever, people have been losing their minds all week. There are so many people that are super excited about the state of our world. And there are people that are feeling depressed about the direction we are headed. And they are depressed. It is up to us to get busy living as a sacrifice for all these people. It's up to us to let them know that however they are feeling, we have their back. That we aren't going to judge who they voted for or against. We are here for them no matter what. It's exactly how the Apostle Paul has laid out for us in Romans 12. There it says, Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. So don't get all high and mighty because you were part of the winning team this week. And don't act a fool because you have the moral high ground even though your squad lost. This isn't what this is about. Paul says, don't think you're better than who you are. If you are looking at someone and think you have the higher ground, you aren't acting any better than they are. Your sin and your mistakes are just as heavy to God. You see, one sin is enough to be considered unclean and hellworthy. So you are in the same boat as the rest of all the people here on this planet. You need Jesus to make you clean just as much as everyone else. Nothing you can do can erase what you have done. Guys, we all belong to each other. We are all created by God. Let's act like it. Now that this election is finally over, let's figure out what it looks like to be a peacemaker. Let's work as one body of Christ. So once we start moving, once we start to get busy living as a sacrifice, what should we start looking for? Well, let's continue looking in Romans 12. There it says, In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophecy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. I love this section because it lays out for us how easy we should be doing this. It's saying, whatever you realize you have been created for, do it the best you can. If you can hear words from God, speak those words with more faith than you ever could. If you are on this earth to serve people, do it well. If you're a teacher, teach them the best you can. If you're here to encourage people, you know, like be encouraging to them. If you are here to, to put together to give, don't be stingy, give generously. If God called you to lead a bunch of people, take it seriously because that is an incredible responsibility. 
then if you're supposed to be kind, do it to others gladly. We don't want people that are supposed to show kindness to do it in a grumpy way like, oh, hey, it's great to see you, man. This is awesome. I love you. That's, all. that's, that's not how you're supposed to do it. So all of these things are commonly known as spiritual gifts. So what are spiritual gifts, you guys? Well, they're just God-given gifts. God has given each believer a special set of gifts, and he wants us to put them to use. This gift is not given to benefit ourselves, but to benefit those around us and to bring God glory. We want to use our gifts to give power to the church movement, not little C church, but big C church, the body of Christ, so we can show Jesus to the entire world. Now, sometimes people will get spiritual gifts confused with other things like natural abilities. For instance, some people are, are gifted athletes, but no one has a spiritual gift of like football or baseball or basketball or soccer. Uh, no one has come to Jesus because of a half-court shot or a long touchdown throw. Now, these people can leverage their natural abilities to get an audience to listen to them about Jesus, but the actual ability isn't necessarily a spiritual gift. Now, some people might also see the kindness or serving abilities in their character, so they just assume like they have the spiritual gift of kindness or serving. Now, that's not always the case either. You might have been brought up in a home that, that values those things, or you could just be living out a learned behavior. So here's how you can tell the difference. If you have the spiritual gift of kindness, like we talked about in Scripture, when you're kind to someone, it feels different. You don't do it because it's like the right thing to do. You do it because there's something inside of you that says, you have to do this. Then when you show that kindness, there isn't resentment or frustration or, or anything like that. There's a joy and an excitement that is stirring in you while you're doing it and after you're done. That's what I would say is the Holy Spirit moving in you. That's one of the ways that you can see the purpose and the Father's will for your life. Now here's another thing that people get mixed up on when it comes to spiritual gifts. Someone's title or position in the church does not grant them spiritual gifts. Now, spiritual gifts can lead to a title or positions in a church organization, but a person might have a set of gifts without a position, or they can have a position without certain giftings. So just so you know, me and Abel don't have all of the gifts. I guarantee you there are people watching and listening right now that have more spiritual gifting than I do. And that's okay. That's what a church is supposed to be about. All of us using our collective abilities to get people into community with Jesus and one another. Now, one last thing. When you become a believer in Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit living within you. Now, with that being said, I believe that because of that, we have access to every single spiritual gift. Now, you might be called to use one or the other more often uh, just because that's how you've been put together. But at any time, the Spirit could move within us and we might be using a gift that we never used before. That's just how it goes. So, if you were confused about where to start when it comes to all the spiritual gifting, I want to give you a really easy place to build from. It actually comes straight from the Scripture. So, let's go back to Romans 12. There it says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. 
be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Now, I know we're not in the learn to love part of the series, but this stuff keeps on coming back to love, right? We should really love the people that are around us. We need to love with genuine affection, honor one another. That's what we need to start doing to figure out what our spiritual gifting is. From there, it says, don't be lazy. Whatever you do, work hard and serve the Lord with enthusiasm. There's, there's a funny saying I like from famous Green Bay Packers coach, Vince Lombardi. He led his team to win the first two Super Bowls ever played. And the NFL actually named the trophy awarded to the Super Bowl champion, the Lombardi Trophy. So he's kind of a big deal in football circles. Anyways, the saying goes like this. If you aren't fired with enthusiasm, you will be fired with enthusiasm. Now, that's basically how we need to think this through. Let's be fired with enthusiasm as we get busy living as a sacrifice. When God's people are in need, let's be ready to help them. Let me tell you, God's people are in need right now, guys. There are so many believers that are frustrated, angry, sad, and depressed right now. And it's up to us to help them. It's up to us to practice hospitality and love on them. Now, some of you aren't willing to do that. And I can feel you shaking your heads and rolling your eyes as I talk about loving all these people that need it. I can also hear all the excuses you have. Oh, but they were, they were super rude to me about the thing I thought when it came to my politics, or they voted for that guy so I can't be friends with him anymore, or they persecuted me for my beliefs. Okay, cool. Let's see what Romans 12 has to say about all those people who are on the other side and have persecuted you. There it says, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people, and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. This might be a struggle for some of you, you have to go back to Romans 12, 3, where it said not to think too highly of yourself. Basically, get over yourself. You gotta be the bigger person. You gotta show them the love of God, even when they have only shown you hate. You have got to get busy living as a sacrifice. Part of this scripture is like a straight up curse word at you, right? Don't be too proud. Live in harmony. Don't repay evil with evil. Don't think you know it all. I know that one stung a lot of you. And guys, this is what it is. What kind of community are we supposed to have if the world is telling us we have to be on one side or the other? What kind of community are we supposed to have if we walk around thinking, everyone that doesn't agree with me is an idiot? That's not what God has called us to do. And that's not who we will be at Akuo. Guys, I wanna tell you this. Right now, this moment in our world, this is what you have been created for. This exact moment in time, this is your moment to shine. Today is the day that you step into what God has created you for. The reason someone else hasn't been sent into this place in time is because God already sent you. He has given you the situation you are in, and he has given you the spiritual gifts to serve that situation.
God didn't prepare anyone else for this. God made you for this. So today, you have a choice. Get busy living or get busy dying. We are here to get busy living as a sacrifice. Now, I love what it says in 1 Peter about this. The best and easiest way we can be a sacrifice and love others is by doing what it says here. If someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. So our job is to share our hope as a believer. No matter where you are, or even if you don't know where you're supposed to fit in, you can share your hope right now. And what is our hope as believers? Is it our house? Is it our family? Is it the Democrats? Is it the Republicans? Is it the Cowboys? Well, it's definitely not the Cowboys. No, our, our hope is in the gospel. That Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. And through believing that, we are considered totally forgiven of sin and you will get to spend eternity with him in heaven. You have been handed eternity. You have been given the greatest gift that anyone has ever been given and it's free. That's our hope. Don't you want to share that with people? Don't you want your coworkers to know the gospel? Don't you want your friends to know the gospel? Don't you want your Facebook followers to know the gospel? We have to share this with other people. Now, if you found out that someone was handing out free cars, you would tell your friends and family about that, right? Well, how much greater is the gospel? How much greater is eternity? How much greater is bringing heaven to earth? Now, for some of you, today is the day that you are realizing that you want to find your hope in the gospel. Today is the first time that you are feeling God in your life and you feel him calling you. If you're feeling this and you want to find your full hope, I want to pray with you. Now, I know this can be weird, so everybody watching and listening right now is going to pray with you because here at Akuo Church, no one prays alone. So everyone, uh, just, just bow your head and, and pray something like this along with me. Jesus, I want you in my life. I want to follow you. I want you to be my hope. I'm sorry I've messed up so much. But today, I want you to know that I believe in you. I believe you sacrificed yourself for me. Thank you for doing that. Today, I give you my life. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer, I want you to step out on a limb for me right now. If you're in a chat, I want you to write, Jesus is my hope. Now, if you're listening and you don't have access to the chat, uh, out loud, wherever you are, I want you to say, Jesus is my hope. Just say that out loud. Jesus is my hope. There's nothing greater than having this hope in your life, and there is nothing more exciting than that. That's my purpose. That's what I'm here for. 
Now, if you've had Jesus as your hope for 50 years or 50 seconds, like it just happened right now, and you want to do your best to get busy living as a sacrifice, I want you to pray this with me. So let's just all bow our heads together. Jesus, thank you for being my hope. I ask that you help me. I ask that you help me reach out to the people that have been broken by the season. I ask you to help me love the people that don't love me. I ask you to help me show them my hope in this world. I ask you to help me show them you. Jesus, help me get busy living as a sacrifice. Thank you for everything, Lord. We love you. Amen. All right, thanks to all of you for being a part of our service here at Akuo. If you need anything at all, please don't hesitate to message us on our social media platforms, or you can go to our website at kuo.church to contact us, or you can call us or text us at 210-901-8785. Now, if you liked our service and you want to share it with someone, or if you missed any of the services we've done over the last few weeks, you can always go back and watch them on our YouTube channel. You can also listen to our services while you're in the car or on the go or while you're working out or you're on the run by just downloading our audio podcast. You can do that pretty much anywhere where you can find a podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all of them. While you're on there, please subscribe, like, and rate these sermons. By doing this, you'll move us up in the algorithms and we'll be able to spread our hope in a much better way. Next, I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving, which is called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We believe when you trust God with anything in your life, there is a blessing. We believe that part of getting busy living as a sacrifice is happily sacrificing some of your finances to help spread the hope of the world, which is Jesus. Now, the way that you can do that here at Akuo is by going to our website, akuo.church, that's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text A-K-O-U-O and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. Now, when you do that the first time, there will be some things you have to fill out, but it'll be very quick. And then every time after that, Tithing will be as simple as a text message. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available for you if you'd like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to PO box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Now, one last thing. Each Wednesday night, we have a Bible study through Zoom. Now, I know we talk about it every single week, but guys, this is a place that you can go and love other people and be loved by other people. Please check it out this week. The link for this meeting is in all of our social media channels. Okay, guys, that's all that we have for you today. I want you to know that every single day, all week long, I'm praying for all of you. So one last time before we go, let me pray over you. So Jesus, as everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their phone, and and closes up their laptops, I just ask that you would be speaking to them. Jesus, I ask that you would help them lead the people all around them. I ask that you would help them lead their family, their friends, and even strangers. I ask that they would be drawn to you, Jesus, through their sacrifices and their love. I ask that you would allow them to be a reflection of you this week. 
Thank you, Jesus, for everything. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday at our Zoom group. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.